Laying aside the robe within the watchtower, he should remain within the watchtower. This is Edward Reeb's Buddhist Books Podcast, episode 93, this time not in a robot voice. Anyway, um, part 32 of the Tipitaka, which is, of course, the three baskets of original OG, uh, that means original gangster, it just means old school uh, Buddhism, and uh, in which... I will recite um, Nisagiya 2 and 3. But first, just really quickly, our special guest, Ratna Sambhava. You've met him before. Um, You might remember his biography, but uh, just a little bit of review. Um, We'll let my identical twin, very honored Frater BT from our sister podcast, the Esoterra Nerd podcast, um, tell us about Ratna Sambhava. To a father of the merchant caste, Kune, and to a mother of the same caste, Alama, was born a child, Palchin, who reveals the splendor. And the prayer name for a pure heart was Norchin, who reveals the jewel. The family name was Norsek, burning jewel. And the dedicatory name was Dorje Rinchen, precious Vajra. While the name of the Buddha was Ratna Sambhava. Well, all right. Um, there you have it. Uh, this, according to Padma Sambhava, as memorized and written down by Yeshitso Gyul. Um, welcome, Ratna Sambhava. He is from the south, which is to say that in the uh, uh, Tibetan cosmology, there you can see, probably I found something that illustrates that. At the top, you have the west. Right, and on the left you have the south, and on the right you have the north, and on the bottom you have the east. So, the red-skinned people are from the west. The blue-skinned people are from the east. The green-skinned people are from the north, and the yellow-skinned people are from the south. Or in this case, he's wearing yellow skin's gold. Um, Now, there might be one or two of you thinking, ah, ah, interesting, the elemental correspondences. Yes, but um, this is yellow for earth. Green is for air. And then, of course, that was uh, 
Vairokana or Vairochana in the center in white, representing void, which doesn't exist from what I've been told, um, or suchness. Perhaps it's a mis a mistranslation. Um, there's one p point where Dogen talks about how the void, the great void is not called the great void because it is empty, but, but become it, because it is teeming with life and filled with all potentialities and all universes and all, um, you know, all things. And so that's fun. Okay, uh, that was our, our Vajrayana minute. Let's take it back to the old school and jump in with the reading because it might be a little longer than yesterday's reading. And uh, yes, it was pouring rain earlier. The sky is still gray. I don't know if you can tell by the light quality, but uh, that's what's happening. <clears throat> All right. Forfeiture. Nisa Gia 2. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anapindika's monastery. At that time, monks entrusting robes to the hands of other monks, other being in parentheses, so monks entrusting robes to the hands of monks, right, uh, set out on a tour of the country with only an inner and an upper robe, only being in parentheses. These robes, deposited for a long time, became soiled. The monks dried them in the sun. The venerable Ananda, as he was engaged in touring the lodgings, saw these monks drying these robes in the sun. Seeing these monks, he came up to them, and having come up to them, he said to these monks, quote, Your reverences, whose are these robes that are soiled? End quote. Then these monks told this matter to the Venerable Ananda. The Venerable Ananda looked up, down upon, and criticized, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the monks, entrusting robes to the hands of other monks, set out on a tour of the country with only an inner and an upper robe? Then the Venerable Ananda told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, Is it true, as is said monks, that monks, entrusting robes to the hands of other monks, set out on a tour of the country with only an inner and an upper robe? It is true, Lord, they said. The Enlightened One, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, Quote, How, monks, can these foolish men, having entrusted robes to the hands of other monks, set out on a tour of the country with only an inner and an upper robe? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not yet pleased. Three dots, yet was in parentheses. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. When the robe material is settled, when a monk's katina, or privileges, have been removed, if this monk should be away, separated from his three robes, even for one night, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. So you should have three robes, no more and no less. 
And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. At that time, a certain monk became ill in Kosambi. Relations sent a messenger to this monk saying, quote, Let the reverend sir come. We will nurse him. Uh, end quote. The monks said, oh, oh, your reverence, go, your reverence, even. Uh, relations will nurse you, end quote, he said. <clears throat> your reverences, a rule of training laid down by the Lord is that one should not be away separated from the three robes, but I am ill. I am not able to set out taking these robes. I will not go, end quote. They told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reasoned talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, I allow you, monks, to give a monk who is ill the agreement to be regarded as not away separated from the three robes, to be regarded in parentheses. And thus, monks, should it be given that Monk who, that monk who is ill, approaching the order, arranging his upper robe over one shoulder, honoring the feet of the senior monks, sitting down on his haunches, saluting with joined palms, should speak thus, quote, I, honored sirs, am ill. I am not able to set out taking the three robes. Thus I, honored sirs, request the order for the agreement to be regarded as not away, separated from the three robes. End quote. A second time, it should be requested. A third time, it should be requested. The order should be informed by an experienced, competent monk, saying, quote, Honored sirs, let the order listen to me. This monk so-and-so is ill. He is not able to set out taking the three robes. He requests the order for the agreement to be regarded, in parentheses again, as not away, separated from the three robes. If this seems right to the order, let the order give this monk so-and-so the agreement to be regarded as not away, separated from the three robes. This is the motion. Honored sirs, let the order listen to me. Three dots, the three robes. The order gives the monk so-and-so the agreement to be regarded as not away, separated from the three robes. If the giving to the monk so-and-so of the agreement to be regarded as not away, separated from the three robes, is pleasing to the venerable ones, let them be silent. If it is not pleasing, they should speak. Should have said that before the silence. Anyway, agreement to be regarded as not a way separated from the three robes is given by the order because of the silence, right? Anyway, to the monk so-and-so, and it is pleasing to the venerable ones. Therefore, they are silent. So do I understand this, end quote, within quotes. Still the Buddha instructing on what to say later when this comes up, which it already has. Never mind. 
And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. When the robe material is settled, when a monk's katina, or privileges, have been removed, if this monk should be away, separated from the three robes, even for one night, except on the agreement of the monks, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. When the robe material is settled means the robe material is made up for a monk, or lost or destroyed or burnt, or an, expect an expectation of robe material is disappointed. When the katina, or privileges, have been removed means they come to be removed because of a certain one of eight grounds, or they come to be removed before the time by the order. That'll probably come up later, I would imagine. If this monk should be away, separated from the three robes, even for one night, means without the outer cloak, without the upper robe, or without the inner robe. Except on the agreement of the monks means. Setting aside the agreement of monks. There is an offense involving forfeiture means it is to be forfeited at sunrise. It should be forfeited to the order or to a group or to an individual, and thus monks should it be forfeited. Three dots. Quote, Honored sirs, these three robes were away, separated from me for a night, without the agreement of the order, and are to be forfeited. I forfeit them to the order. End quote. Quote, all within quotes, three dots, should give back, three dots, let the venerable ones give back, three dots. I will give back this robe to the venerable one, end quote. I'll be honest, I'm a little confused about what's happening here. Um, what it seems is happening is if a monk is away from one or two or three of his three robes, even for one night, then he's supposed to go and say, I forfeit these three robes and then be naked, um, and then ask for them back. If, uh, if I'm wrong, and you, you understand more clearly what's happening, please do let me know in the comments below. Uh, perhaps it'll be more clear after a bit more reading. <clears throat> a village having one precinct, various precincts, a dwelling having one precinct, various precincts, a stable having one precinct, various precincts, a watchtower having one precinct, various precincts, a quadrangular building having one precinct, various precincts, a longhouse having one precinct, various precincts, a mansion having one precinct, various precincts, a boat having one precinct, various precincts, a caravan having one precinct, various precincts, a field having one precinct, various precincts, a threshing floor having one precinct, various precincts, a monastery having one precinct, various precincts, a dwelling place having one precinct, Various precincts, the foot of a tree having one precinct, various precincts, an open space having one precinct, 
various precincts. That's the end of that. So since that was an incomplete sentence and a list of things, I'm going to go ahead and assume, based on my experience of reading the previous book, that that was one of those titles that's also a table of contents. So now you know what to look forward to in the coming minutes of the reading. All right. A village having one precinct means a village comes to be for one family and is enclosed. Laying aside the robe within the village, he should remain within the village. It is not enclosed, he should remain in the same house as that in which the robe was laid aside. Or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A village comes to be for various families and is enclosed. He should remain in the same house as that in which the robe was laid aside, either in the hall or at the entrance, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand, or if going to the hall, laying aside the robe within a reach of the hand, either he should remain in the hall or at the entrance, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. The robe being laid aside in the hall, he should either remain in the hall or at the entrance. It should not be removed from the reach of the hand. It is not enclosed. He should remain in the same house as that in which the robe was laid aside. Or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. The dwelling comes to be for one family and is enclosed. There are various rooms, various inner rooms. Laying aside the robe within the dwelling, he should remain within the dwelling. It is not enclosed. He should remain in the same room as that in which the robe was laid aside. Or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A dwelling comes to be for various families. It is enclosed, and there are various rooms, various inner rooms. He should remain in the same room as that in which the robe was laid aside, or at the main entrance. Or, it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. It is not enclosed. He should remain in the same room as that in which the robe was laid aside, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. Let us silently invoke the power of the three dots. O oh, Ivy Horner, we give you our blessing to replace some of this, this repeating paragraph with the three dots. Amen. All right, let's see if that works. A stable comes to be for one family and is enclosed. There are various rooms. Various inner rooms. Laying aside the robe within the stable, he should remain within the stable. It is not enclosed. Three dots. Yes. A stable comes to be for various families. Three dots. All right. All right. 
there's a long list of things in that table of contents, so now there's a little bit of hope that we'll get through it at some point in the future. All right, sorry. See, sometimes sometimes one can come full circle on, a, on an issue. The three dots in this case. They do have their use. It is not enclosed three dots, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A watchtower comes to be for one family. Laying aside the robe within the watchtower, he should remain within the watchtower. Thank you, Jimi Hendrix, if YouTube allows it. A watchtower comes to be for various families. There are various rooms, various inner rooms. He should remain in the same inner room as that in which the robe was laid aside, or at the entrance, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A quadrangular building comes to be for one family. Laying aside the robe within the quadrangular building, three dots. A quadrangular building comes to be for various families, three dots from the reach of the hand. A long house comes to be for one family, laying aside the robe within the long house, three dots. A long house comes to be for various families, three dots, from the reach of the hand. A mansion comes to be for one family, laying aside the robe within the mansion, four dots. Ooh. I was expecting maybe for the quadrangular part there'd be four dots, but uh, threw a curveball there. Miss Horner, Madam Horner, Mrs. Horner, I don't know the appropriate um, Ivy Horner. A mansion comes to be for various families, three dots from the reach of the hand. A boat comes to be for one family, laying aside of the robe within the boat, three dots. A boat comes to be for various families. There are various rooms, various inner rooms. He should remain in the same inner room as that in which the robe was laid aside, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A caravan comes to be for one family. Laying aside the robe in the caravan, seven Abhantaras should not be removed before or behind, and Abhantara should not be removed from the side. Let me check the footnote on that. Um, here, one Abhantara is 28 hands. Okay. I'll read it that way. Uh, the robe in the caravan, seven, 28 hands should not be removed before or behind. And 28 hands should not be removed from the side. All right. A caravan comes to be for various families, laying aside the robe in the caravan. It should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A field comes to be for one family and is enclosed. Laying aside the robe within the field he should remain within the field. It is not enclosed. It should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A field comes to be for various families and is enclosed. 
laying aside the robe within the field, it should either remain at the main entrance, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. It is not enclosed, it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A threshing floor comes to be for one family and is enclosed. Laying aside the robe on the threshing floor, he should remain on the threshing floor. It is not enclosed. It should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A threshing floor comes to be for various families and is enclosed. Laying aside the robe on the threshing floor, he should either remain at the gate or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. I love that hammering, don't you? Chikung, right? Eh? Don't know what I'm talking about? It's okay. One day. One day I'll go over it again. A moment, excuse me, a monastery comes to be for one family and is enclosed. Three dots. It is not enclosed. Three dots. A monastery comes to be for various families. It is not enclosed. Three dots. It is not enclosed. It should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A dwelling place comes to be for one family and is enclosed. Laying aside the robe within the dwelling place, he should remain within the dwelling place. It is not enclosed, he should remain in the same dwelling place as that in which the robe was laid aside, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A dwelling place comes to be for various families and is enclosed. He should remain in the same dwelling place as that in which the robe was laid aside, or at the main entrance, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. It is not enclosed. He should remain in the same dwelling place as that in which the robe was laid aside, or it should not be removed from the reach of the hand. A foot of a tree comes to be for one family, Laying aside the robe in the shade, if he spreads it entirely in the shade at the time of midday, he must remain in the shade. A foot of a tree comes to be for various families. It must not be removed from the reach of the hand. An open space having one precinct means in a jungle where there are no villagers, the same precinct is seven abhantaras all around. Beyond that, there are different precincts. If he thinks that he is away, separated when he is away, separated except on the agreement of the monks, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. If he is in doubt as to whether he is away, separated, Except on the agreement of the monks, there is an, ex an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. If he thinks that he is not away, separated when he is away, separated, except on the agreement of the monks, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. If he thinks that it is taken away when it is not taken away, three dots. If he thinks that it is bestowed when it is not bestowed, 
three dots. I'm saying it that way because within the three dots is there is an offensive expiation regarding forfeiture. Makes sense, right? Okay. If he thinks that it is bestowed when it is not bestowed, we said that already. If he thinks that it is lost when it is not lost, three dots. If he thinks that it is destroyed when it is not destroyed, three dots. If he thinks that it is burnt when it is not burnt, three dots. If he thinks that it is stolen when it is not stolen, except on the agreement of the monks, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. Not forfeiting the robe, which had to be forfeited, if he makes use of it, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is away, separated when he is not away, separated, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether he is not away, separated, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is not away, separated when he is not away, separated, there is no offense. There is no offense if before sunrise it is taken away, bestowed, lost, destroyed, burnt, if they tear it from him, if they take it on trust, if there, if there is the agreement of the monks, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. Okay. Well, that was that. Certainly, wasn't it? Forfeiture. Nisagia. Three. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anapindika's monastery. At that time, a robe accrued to a certain monk not at the right time. The robe as they made it did not suffice for him. Then that monk, pulling out that robe, oh, whew, smoothed it again and again, the robe. It's just a robe, guys. Just, yeah. The Lord, as he was engaged in touring the lodgings, saw this monk pulling out this robe and smoothing it again and again. And seeing him, he approached this monk, and having approached, he said to this monk, quote, Why, monk, do you, pulling out this robe, smooth it again and again? End quote. Quote, Lord, this robe which accrued to me not at the right time, as they made it, does not suffice for me. Therefore do I, pulling out this robe, smooth it again and again. End quote. Quote, but monk, is there for you an expectation of a robe? End quote. Quote, there is, Lord, he said, after an end quote. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reasoned talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, monks, I allow you, having accepted a robe not at the right time, to lay it aside in the expectation of a robe. Then monks said, quote, 
It is allowed by the Lord if a robe has been accepted not at the right time to lay it aside in the expectation of a robe. End quote. Well, that's new. They weren't repeating the rule before. These, accepting robes not at the right time, laid them aside for more than a month. These robes tied up in bundles remained on a bamboo for hanging up robes. Then the venerable Ananda, as he was engaged in touring the lodgings, saw these robes tied up in bundles that remained on the bamboo for hanging up robes. Seeing them, he addressed the monks thus, quote, Your reverences, whose are these robes tied up in bundles that remain on the bamboo for hanging up robes? End quote. Quote, Your reverence, they are our robes given not at the right time that are laid aside in the expectation of robes. End quote. Quote, but for how long, your reverences, have these robes been laid aside? End quote. Quote, for more than a month, your reverence. End quote, they said. Then the venerable Ananda looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, how, quote, how can these monks, having accepted robe material not at the right time, lay it aside for more than a month? End quote. Then the Venerable Ananda told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, Is it true, as is said, monks, that robes, having accepted robe, that monks, having accepted robe material not at the right time, laid it aside for more than a month? It is true, Lord, they said. I'm trying to make it interesting. The Enlightened One. The Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can these foolish men, having accepted robe material not at the right time, lay it aside for more than a month? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not yet pleased, yet being in parentheses, three dots. And thus also, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. When the robe material is settled, when a monk's katina, or privileges, have been removed, if robe material should accrue to that monk not at the right time, it may be accepted by that monk if he so wish. Wishes, I think, would be the appropriate. Having accepted it, it should be made up quickly. If it is not sufficient for him, that robe material may be laid aside by that monk for a month at most, should he have any expectation that the deficiency may be supplied. If he should lay it aside for longer than that, even with the expectation of the deficiency being supplied, of the deficiency being supplied being in parentheses, there is an offense of expiation regarding forfeiture. End quote. When the robe material is settled, means three dots. You remember, we went through it earlier in this episode. If robe material, open parentheses, should accrue, closed parentheses, not at the right time, means 
Some that has accrued during the eleven months when the katina cloth is not formally made, formally being in parentheses, some that has accrued during the seven months when the katina cloth is formally made. Even a gift of material, in parentheses, offered at the right time, this means robe material accruing, in parentheses, not at the right time. Should accrue means should accrue from the order or from a group or from a relation or from a friend or as rag robes or by means of his own property. If he so wish means himself desiring, it may be accepted. Having accepted it, it should be made up quickly means it should be made up within 10 days. But if it is not sufficient to him means if it is not enough to be worn, that robe material may be laid aside by that monk for a month at most means it may be laid aside for a month at the maximum. That the deficiency may be supplied means for the sake of supplying the deficiency. Any expectation means there is expectation from the order or from a group or from a relation or from a friend or as to rag robes, or by means of his own property. If he should lay it aside for longer than that, even with the expectation of the deficiency being supplied, that part being in parentheses, means if a robe that was expected accrues on that very day, that the first robe accrues, he should have it made up within ten days. Three dots. If a robe that was expected accrues two days, three dots, three days, three dots, four days, three dots, five days, three dots, seven days, six days, excuse me, I skipped one, three dots, seven days, three dots, eight days, three dots, nine days, three dots, ten days after the first robe accrues, he should have it made up within ten days. If a robe that was expected accrues eleven days, Three dots, twelve days, three dots, thirteen days, three dots, fourteen days, three dots, fifteen days, three dots, sixteen days, three dots, seventeen days, three dots, eighteen days, three dots, nineteen days, three dots, twenty days after the first robe accrues, he should have it made up within ten days, three dots, twenty-one days after the first robe accrues, he should have it made up within nine days, three dots. 22, 3 dots, 23, 3 dots, 24, 3 dots, 25, 3 dots, 26 days after the first robe accrues, he should have it made up within four days. All right, we're going to have to do some math if we want to know what was in those dots. <laughs> Somehow I don't think it's that important. It's just interesting to read and know what, what these rules are. Uh, just a I'll get back to it real soon, but I was thinking if I were to adhere strictly to this, then when I give my rope to the dry cleaner over in uh, Amar Colony, about eight minutes by auto from here, it would be kind of funny to go on Friday and have him say, if let's say Monday's a holiday, um, yeah, come back on Tuesday and say, okay, and then just keep standing there. Uh, what are you doing? It's like, I'm... I'm going to stay within arm's reach, within hand's reach of the robe until Tuesday. <laughs>
I don't strictly adhere to these rules if you haven't already figured that out, being married and all, you know. <clears throat> I don't murder people. There are some of rules that I definitely respect. I mean, I don't uh, murder people not because it's a rule in Buddhism, but because, you know. Anyway, um, where were we? Yes. If a robe that was expected accrues 30 days... Oh, wait, I skipped a bit. If a robe that was expected accrues 27, three dots, 28, three dots, 29 days, three dots, he should have it made up within one day. If a robe that was expected accrues 30 days after the first robe accrues, on that same day it should be allotted, assigned, bestowed. But should it not be allotted or assigned or bestowed, it is to be forfeited on the 31st day at sunrise. It should be forfeited to the order, or to a group, or to an individual. And thus, monks, should it be forfeited, three dots, quote, this robe, honored sirs, given not at the right time, is to be forfeited by me, the month having elapsed, I forfeit it to the order, end quote, within quotes, three dots. Open quote within quotes, the order should give back, three dots, let the venerable ones give back, three dots, I will give back this robe to the venerable one, three dots, I mean, end quote, within quotes. If the robe that was expected accrues, but is different from the first robe that has accrued, accrued and there are some nights over, it should not be caused to be made up unwillingly. If he thinks that a month has elapsed when it has elapsed, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. If he is in doubt as to whether a month has elapsed, there uh, three dots, three dots. If he does not think that a month has elapsed when it has elapsed, three dots. If he thinks that one is allotted when it is not allotted, three dots. If he thinks that one is assigned when it is not assigned, Three dots. If he thinks that one is bestowed when it is not bestowed. Three dots. If he thinks that one is lost when it is not lost. Three dots. If he thinks that one is destroyed when it is not destroyed. Three dots. If he thinks that one is burnt when it is not burnt. If he thinks that one is stolen when it is not stolen, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture, not forfeiting the robe which had to be forfeited. If he makes use of it, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that a month has elapsed when it has not elapsed, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether a month has not elapsed, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that a month has not elapsed when it has not elapsed, there is no offense. I mean, it hasn't been a month yet. There is no offense if within a month it is allotted, assigned, bestowed, lost, destroyed, burnt, if they tear it from him, who's they? Uh, if they take it on trust, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer told no it just ends that's it all right so we got two offenses of 
expiation involving forfeiture regarding robes. Wasn't that fun? I was actually thinking um, that I should uh, just leave the desk empty and not do a silly intro. But boy, am I glad I did a silly intro. Because um, that was not very interesting. <laughs> but, you know, I guess it's better than uh, absolutely horrifying. I don't know. There's probably mixed opinions about that episode 30 of TV Taka. Episode 91 of uh, Buddhist books, the one that was an hour and a half that had uh, blue, yellow, and no, it didn't have blue. It had black, red, and yellow, and ghee colored something. Some people were probably like, oh my god, that was hilarious. And some people were like, I threw up four times listening to that episode. Um, so thank you for going on this ride with me even on these boring days and on those disgusting and or funny days and on other days of various kinds. And uh, eventually we will get to the teachings, remember. Um, there's some, uh, some traditions where they'll put the, the main course there on the table, but then like you have to sit and like patiently wait and then at a certain point, after like 20 minutes, then they serve the food. And so it's, it tastes even better. So that's how I'm uh, trying to pitch this idea, is that we're going to read these rules for another six months or so. And if you stick with it, then how much are you going to enjoy the teachings of Lord Buddha when we finally get to them, once you know all the rules? I don't know. It's an idea. All right. Um, special thanks to Lord Ratnasambhava, who probably didn't exist, but, you know, it's okay. He, he exists in our hearts and within the, um, the tradition. Um, it's one of those stories that, you know, someone says, 10,000 years ago, I remember from a past life, there was this guy. So... I, you know, I'm revealing my cynicism by, uh, by saying that. I'll, I'll just say that may, maybe he does exist. Or did. He, he exists in some form now, definitely astrally in the collective conscious of people who say his name and, and pray to him and uh, look toward the south and see the people with the yellow skin living in that realm um, on, on a certain level. For sure he exists. My dad used to say that on, on a certain level. Okay. But my grandpa on my mom's side would definitely say, yeah, no, he, he doesn't exist. Never did. So me, I try not to take sides. Okay. Anything else? Um, if you enjoy this show, then uh, go ahead and click here. For those of you on YouTube, for those of you on the podcast, hello. Um, if this is your first time seeing me, then don't have listened to this episode for the past 53 minutes. Go back in time and click here and uh, start with episode one of the Tipitaka. I think I've been forgetting to say that at the beginning of these. Um, and if you would like to um, see more of that Esoterra Nerd podcast, if you were a little bit intrigued by that little thing that we did in the corner, what did you think of that, doing it in the corner instead of having it take over the whole screen? Was that good? 
You can respond. It's okay. I can hear you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, the Esoteric Nerd Podcast is here. Um, there's 119 episodes as of now. And uh, it's interesting. I don't know. You might like it. I'm not sure. Okay. Until next time. To the north and to the south. To the east and to the west. To the spirits of light among us. And to the spirits below. We send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace.